feel free to like like put a, like a sick beat drop on this <laughs> and use it as like your intro. Welcome to the Sanding Desk Podcast. We're back for another week. Uh, ben, how you doing? I'm great. Well, kind of. Oh, our, wait, what's got you down, man? Well, you know, Suns lost by 40. Both, I'd say it's both. No, they lost by 33. <laughs> okay. It felt like 60. Yeah, so, it felt like an infinity. Kind of a bummer. Kind of lost one of my few. Never mind. <laughs> One of the few things I still enjoyed in this world. Yeah, I won't say what I was going to say because um, it is triggering potentially. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, we're powering on. Excited for another week on the pod. Yep. Um, yeah, so kick well, us first, off. I, for, I, first, I want to give our weekly shout out to our one Patreon subscriber, Cameron J. Bird. Um, ben, what's your favorite Cameron fact? Yeah, my favorite or give us a fun Cameron memory. My fun Cameron memory. Um, one time his dog. I know exactly what you're about to say. And, uh, so I, I left my room to go to class and the dog. And then, but then I forgot something. I walked out the door five seconds later. I realized I forgot something. So I ran back inside. And I see his dog running out of my room and there's a, t- a pile of poop on my carpet. I was gone for 10 seconds tops. Like Absolute not an exaggeration. Bite move by the dog. And it just, it went in, did its, did its business. Completely disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> no, the dog was out to get me. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Cameron trained it that way, but he denies that to this day. So. Yeah. So that's that's Ben's favorite camera memory. And if you want us to stop doing these, uh, you, you're gonna have to subscribe to the Patreon. But facts. otherwise, we're gonna be doing Cameron facts and stories every week facts. until until uh, anything changes. So, uh, Ben, on a different note, uh, I, I've got a little game for you. Uh, one of one of my favorite things to do is talk. The saw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily, you're probably not in any physical danger from what we're about to do. But uh, you're talking about an escape escape room you're in before the pod with different levels. So I'm yeah, hoping true. you didn't get inspired to like murder me. <laughs> um. Okay. Anyway. Uh, okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to present you to you four different choices that you have to make, uh, and I want to hear your reasoning behind which one. Uh, the game is called Which Do You Trust. So, Ben, uh, let's start with the first trust. one. Huh? <laughs> ben, which of the following two do you trust to make your stomach hurt the least? Uh, any given street taco stand? Which, so, which, which do you... Which, which, one, tr- which will which, make your stomach hurt? Which one will make your stomach hurt less? So, which one would you okay. choose out of the student? Yeah. So, which, yeah. so, which one do you trust uh, with your stomach health in this instance? Yeah. So... Any given street taco stand on the streets of Phoenix, Arizona, or what part of Phoenix? What part of Phoenix? South Central. Okay. All right. Or your local Olive Garden, but it has a B rating from the health inspector. I trust. uh, I trust the taco stand. Under non-regulated food source. Bro, Southside Tacos probably slap. I don't know if I Yeah, I know. They definitely like do. Southside Phoenix Tacos, but they probably go hard. Yeah, plus I bet there's a little less uh, dairy involved with those. Yeah. Like maybe a little bit of cheese, but dairy, I think the health score dairy. fettuccine Alfredo is pretty <laughs> tough. Yeah, some some uh, curdled cheese on that on that Parmesan. Yep. yep. Parmesan. Extra crunchy, baby. <laughs> Give me the fettuccine extra crunchy. Oh, yeah, I like my okay. fettuccine al dente. Oh, like the noodles? No, the sauce. No, the cheese. Yeah, I like it rock cheese, bro. It's a block of cheese on my fettuccine. And not like because it, it's just not shredded or grated. It, so, it, that's just the way it happened to be. I want you to make a fettuccine sauce. Put it in the freezer and then just plop that on top stick of my got a popsicle stick in it. Yeah. <laughs> popsicles, dude. Yeah, Summer dude, 20. Kind of, I, don't, I don't know, man. 
That's like some stunt food type deal. <laughs> yeah. All that? right. I'm, I'm making one of these up on the fly right now. Would you rather have one of the pickles from the crazy candy pickle factory <laughs> that we were talking about two weeks ago or a fettuccine popsicle stick? Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm intrigued by the fettuccine popsicle. <laughs> Go with it. Okay, good. That's a good one. I like that. All right. Uh, scenario number two. So you've been given a lump sum of a hundred thousand okay. dollars and you're going to have to trust one of the following two people to manage that money for you to get you the, the oh, best yeah. return. Yeah. Number one, someone that sells finance courses on TikTok. Okay. <laughs> and two, someone with a finance degree. From Trump University. Ah. Ah. At least is it as long as it's not someone sorry the fine sorry tax services on Instagram. I will say sorry the TikTok influencer that's selling their courses has eighty four hundred followers. I don't know TikTok. Is that a lot? No, not not even close. Like not even not even ten thousand followers. They're not verified. No. Um, Their name is like finance underscore God three. God, You know, so with that guy or gal, I'm probably getting like a high risk, high reward sort of situation where it's like, yeah, dude, if you invest all your money in this stable coin called lush, dude, like it's, it's per Luna. It's perfect, dude. I swear oh, you'll get gosh. so much money. <laughs> Uh, and then, so there, you know, the, the reward is potentially high with the Trump guy. I feel like none of it makes sense. <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude, you just got to get your name trademarked yeah. and then you just got to license that out a bunch. And then you're yeah. chilling, dude. And then like, just, you never have to run a profit. It's fine. If you start, write a company, it off. yeah, spread it all write off. It off. You, won't, you won't pay any taxes. It's all good. So you're so, going to a TikTok finance course person. <laughs> Yeah, so I think I'd rather go with the potential bankruptcy than the certain fraud. Okay. Mm. Which is which? <laughs> I guess they're interchangeable. I'm going TikTok, dude. Let's okay, go. Gen yeah. Z, let's rise up, bro. Uh, Power to the people. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. That's fair. Okay. Uh option number, I guess it's technically number four. Uh which do you trust to get you to your final destination safer? Uh, a, your typical LA Uber driver that's driving a 2011 Prius. Okay. Certified the craziest breed of driver on earth. <laughs> or Captain Sully in an airplane, but he only has one eye open. That is tough. I am definitely seen in a plane. You're in a plane for the solely one, yeah. I've never seen anything crazier than an Uber driver in a Prius. Those dudes turn it into like sport mode or something. I've seen like less gear shifting or handle movement in a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, it is bizarre. They're sitting there just going, <laughs> "What are you doing? This is, is not even a manual vehicle. car. <laughs> You're just grinding your gears. Twelve volts, eight volts, thirty volts. What are we doing?" <laughs> the whole point is the gas mileage. Like they're messing up the entire point of the car. Yeah, I get to, I get one mile a watt. You know what? If I'm in LA, I think the traffic will keep me relatively safe. Maybe <laughs> it's hit or miss because you, you're either bumper to bumper, or like people are swerving in and out of lanes trying to merge to the lane that's like faster by one car <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> and then that lane's just slow uh so i'm i'm gonna trust in the traffic i'm going with the uber driver okay wow okay disrespect to, Sully. disrespect to Sully, man i you know you know how much uh anxiety flying in a plane gives you Oh yeah, I imagine I mean, that's how I'd feel in this certain scenario. <laughs> that's your normal amount of anxiety. Yeah, it's what you would feel. On okay, yeah, <laughs> you should try it out, man. It's yeah. it's not fun. Sounds awful. <laughs> All right, and the fifth and final, uh, which would you trust to make first? All right, so which would you tr- trust to make a basket first? Okay, Ben Ben Simmons shooting a half court shot, <laughs> okay. or me shooting a lefty three pointer. 
and don't eat, don't d- think about it. <laughs> Cause I know I've burned you before in horse with a lefty three point. Dude, I know you've burned me a lot. I, I think it's probably you. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, uh, I would honestly trust you to make a jumper more, any jumper more than I trust Ben Simmons. <laughs> you've made a half court shot before. I mean, just absolutely slandering professional basketball <laughs> players right now. Yeah. We're, we're Patrick Beverly 2.0. dude. <laughs> Who would you rather? Who would you trust to make a shot? Steph Curry from half court or Ben Simmons on a Xanax from the free throw line? <laughs> so he can finally relax and just shoot the dang shot. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> oh man. Wow. That was, right, well, that was that was this uh, this edition of Which Do You Trust? Uh, everyone's favorite segment on the Standing Desk Podcast. <laughs> Uh, tune in next week where we probably won't do this, but uh, let me know your thoughts in our Instagram DMs. That's yeah. at Standing Desk Podcast. I'm a quiz Dan next time. There we go. All right, bye. Uh, welcome back to the Standing Desk Podcast. Uh, this is Icebreaker, where we call someone we know, ask them a random question. We're going to call our friend Maddie. Maddie is big, big time hummus fan. She likes hummus. I didn't even know. Yeah. She uh, she's an adventurer. Loves to hike. Loves to see new things. Very outdoorsy. She does stuff like host spelling bees at her house. She has one of the cutest dogs you've ever seen. True. It's a Bernadoodle. Look that up, Bernadoodle. Yeah, crazy. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna give her a call. She likes beer. Likes whiskey. God is great. Beer is good. People are crazy. I don't know why that came into my head. Yo, you've got the Standing Desk podcast. (laughs) What's up? You can't hear Dan because we're on Zoom. Uh, But we have an icebreaker question for you. Okay. Okay. So we're going to play a little game where we ask you how many drinks it would take for you to do a certain uh, thing, event. So first one, first one is how many drinks would it take for you to jump off a 50 foot cliff into water? Deep water? Yeah, you're you're not not going to break your legs. (laughs) Yeah. You have to snap your feet. But you don't know. You you know it's fairly deep, but not how just how deep it is. Oh. I was said to be pretty drunk, so I'm going to say like five. Five drinks? Okay. All right. All right, next one. Stand on the edge of a roof of a five-story building. So feet on the edge. <laughs> it's one of my biggest fears. So you're not really giving me a good <laughs> I thought this was supposed to get harder, but okay. five-story building, stand on the edge. Okay, I would Okay. I just want to be sober for not that. Bad. As long as I'm not jumping. <laughs> okay, fair. Break <laughs> your femurs. Next one, which wasn't on the list. How many drinks would it take for you to jump from a six-story building onto another six-story building? There's like a two-foot gap in between. Oh. Two feet? How about never? <laughs> <laughs> would you rather be sober or drunk for that? They're sober. You're snapping your femur. Hopefully this gets easier. Okay. Uh, how many drinks to be in a cage full of tarantulas for two minutes? Oh, my gosh. It's a fear factor. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. A cage for two minutes with tarantulas, like, up to, like, my ears. Like, I'm... I'm... Uh, I guess we didn't think through that. Probably, I'd say it just, like, lines the floor. Yeah, like enough to line the floor, but they can crawl on the walls and stuff. Am I barefoot? Uh, socks. Yes. Oh. A socks, Dan says. <laughs> like high socks. Do I have a hazmat suit? Crew socks. <laughs> yeah, you're wearing like crew socks and you're just wearing a normal outfit. <laughs> okay, I would say four drinks. Four drinks. Oh, that's not bad. Okay, what about swimming with sharks? No cage. They're circling around you. Ten drinks. <laughs> okay. All right, the last one. 
is how many drinks to participate in the running of the bulls? Um, two. Oh, really? Yeah, sharks are my sharks and heights are my biggest. <laughs> Nailed it. Okay, all right. We did not do too shabby for your your biggest cheers. Okay, thank you, Maddie. We appreciate. Wait, it. ask her how many it would take to do for an Alfredo popsicle. Oh, how many drinks would it take for you to? T- <laughs> so we we talked about an Alfredo popsicle. So you freeze Alfredo sauce so that it's like popsicle form. How many drinks would it take for you to eat a whole Alfredo sauce popsicle? Zero. <laughs> you just do it. Yeah, I'll just do it. Okay. All right. Sounds good, Maddie. Thank you. Yep. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. One drink of limoncello, and I'm just sipping on it. (laughs) That was unreal, dude. That's so funny. We uh, we got her. We got her bad. Yeah. It was supposed to get harder as it went on. It just it just stayed at a ten on the horror scale. (laughs) Yeah, but still, like the max one was. I guess 10 is kind of a lot. That's insane. Do you think sharks can smell that? Do you think sharks won't eat you because they know you're intoxicated and aren't capable of making a good decision? (laughs) Maybe, dude. (laughs) You're like burping up cheap tequila. They're like, oh, God. (laughs) This is going to be rotten on the insides. Yeah. Um, All right, that's Icebreaker. We'll be back. Welcome back. So last week we talked about something and uh, Derek Rose came up. Derek Rose for the non-sports fans uh, was this generational point guard played for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, He won MVP in 2011. Um, The youngest to ever win it. Youngest ever. Just kind of a one of a kind talent, very athletic, uh, quick, bouncy, could also shoot just kind of had this presence about him where like he was a star, you know, you looked at him and like, he was just fun to watch. Springs in his legs. Yeah. He he was great. You knew he was great. Uh, If you turn on a basketball game for the first time in your life, you're like, who is this guy? Basketball is cool. But then tragically uh, next season, the end of the season, 2012, he tore his ACL brutally, and uh, he was never the same again. He he tore his other ACL and an MCL. Yeah, so yeah, he kept having injuries. Um, but so at his peak in that MVP season, twenty five points, seven point seven assists, four rebounds, a steal, on like very efficient shooting. His team that team went sixty two and twenty, which is outstanding. <laughs> 20 losses and that team was not great Um, but uh in a funny fact in researching for this segment (laughs) joakim noah said he said it was his teammate when i found out derek tore his acl i remember the smells who i was with everything i had the same feeling of when i saw the plane hit the tower on 9-11 bro that's are you kidding me? That is that like is a so top offensive. five bozo moment in history, right there. Insane, dude. And then he even doubled down. People will be like, "He's crazy for saying that." No, I'm telling you how I felt, bro. Bro, that's one of those instances. We don't really care what you're feeling if you're saying yeah. stuff like that. Like people died at the hands of terrorism. This dude tore, broke his knee. Yeah, he's still gonna be a millionaire for the rest of his life. About be all right, man. We got modern medicine. So, nonetheless, it's very disappointing. Uh, So this, I I don't think I ever entered the segment, but so this segment's called "What Could Have Been." Uh, Derek Rose, I think, could have been a top ten player of all time. What? <laughs> Dan's giving me a look. It's an audio medium. That's one of the most absurd things I've ever heard. What? Top 10, Top 10 of all time? Bro, he won an he won an MVP in his third season in the league. So? Third season. That's like unreal. Dude, Giannis pretty much did that. 
<laughs> Bro, that's like if, if Ja wins it next year. That I'm would be you right. I'm Ooh. telling you right now, there is I don't think we would have seen a much accolade difference between Westbrook and Rose. But no, but the, the Bulls were actually good, and he had no so help. Were the second best player okay. is Jokey Noah. Bro, Carlos <laughs> Kirk Heinrich? Mike yeah, Dunleavy Jr.? Luol Bang? Come on. Put some respect on Thad Young. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it seemed was kind of whack. But, I mean, who knows? Lights out in 2K, though. We'll never know. Obviously, but uh, I like to think he would have been up there. Sure. He would have been one of the top 15 greatest point guards of all time. No way, dude. There's no way. What you just described statistically is LeBron's bad season. 25, seven and three or whatever. That's a bad LeBron season. Yeah. And not early in his career. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. After his second year, that would have been the standard. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, bro. He like he was only gonna get better. It's not like he was yeah, true. level off. Yeah, I mean if that if that dude developed a, if he developed a J, then it would have been over. Bro, that's what I'm I mean, he shot 33. I'm not gonna go into stats. That's my first one. So this is a segment we'll call what could have been. And this is not just sports. No, yes, don't sign off. And in in the in the spirit of this not being just sports, what if Franz Ferdinand just didn't get in the car that day? Ah, oh, tragic. Where would we be as a society if the hitman went to a different cafe that day? I literally choose Franz Ferdinand and not like JFK or Abe Lincoln or like John Lennon. Bro, okay, Abe Lincoln took care of business and then it was over. He did what he needed to do. Franz Ferdinand was... The show was over? No, I did not see that. The show was not over. It was only partway done. Um, Franz Ferdinand, you would have never known that fool's name if he didn't die. Dude, that song was it "Take Me Out"? Great song. Oh, my friends! Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, That's a bit, ba- but yeah, I don't know if we would have known that. Like that, that band might have been called Abraham Lincoln instead. Like <laughs> the but, honest names. To be honest, that actually would be pretty tough. Um, but like, would we have even gotten into a world war if that had ha- if that didn't happen? Would they have tried again? Like. I don't know. Imagine. Yeah. Uh, I, that's for the historians side. Um, yeah. Well, wasn't it like pointless? A pointless death? Well, all death is pointless, Ben. True, dude. Wait, what do you mean by that? Except though? for Derek Rose's knee, bro. <laughs> R.I.P. to best. his his patellar tendon. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that's the death that caused World War One. Like, of course, it was pointful. No, but like people say that World War One was pointless. Like, it didn't need to happen. Oh, so yeah. That but, logic, but then, but then just... we assassinated Archduke Fr- Franz Ferdinand, and then we started the war. Yeah, but then, like, if people said it was pointless, so we entered World War Two for a very obvious reason. If World War One was pointless. Then was his assassination like not? Did it not merit a world war or anything? No, it merited a world war. A, a lot of people say not really. A lot of people say, yeah, it kind of just like all unfolded like that. <laughs> we weren't like really fighting for a whole lot. Yeah, we were just all really angry. <laughs> just all butthurt, bro. Yeah, hey, I'm still saying that fool. That fool made it. Made it out the day. Japan probably wouldn't have developed anime. I'm just throwing that out there. You know what, Dan? This is a full transparency podcast, so I'm going to keep it a buck with you and all of our listeners. I forgot that guy's name, and I thought you were talking about the band until... (laughs) This millennial moment was brought to you by... He said something. I was like, oh, God, bro. Bro. 
I was like, did that artist get assassinated? Like, why is he bringing this up? <laughs> oh, Archduke Frankfurt. We don't talk about anything serious on the pod, so I think it just kind of threw me, dude. <laughs> Oh, Ben. Oh, my God. That's tough, dude. Oh, man. This is tough. History was always my worst subject. (laughs) Full disclosure. Wow, yeah, that's the guy. Isn't that also the name of the band? It is. That's why I said the band would have been named something like the the Honest I think I think that's when it it connected. And I was like, wait. Wait, what? (laughs) Take me out? Okay, anyway. That's embarrassing. Yep. That's fine though. That's all unrivaled expert opinions. <laughs> this podcast. Okay, <clears throat> my next one. Uh, Chris Brown <laughs> could have been. In this can all- go a lot of different directions. He could have been an all-time great pop artist if he wasn't a terrible piece of shit <laughs> who beat up Rihanna, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That happened in 2009. I had to look it was back. 2009. I know, isn't that insane, bro? Sorry. His biggest song since then was with Lil Dicky. That sucks. No, I did. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. So before then, 2007 slash 2008, Kiss Kiss came out. Oh, No Air with Jordan Sparks came out. Oh, Forever came out. Oh, With You came out. In insane in insane year. Yeah, 2009 music. After that, uh, yeah, 3X came out in 2010, bro. Okay, I mean that. Yeah, yeah. That was a banger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's... Girl, I Yeah, yeah. Myself included, we were all trying to convince ourselves that Chris Paul... Or Chris Paul... No. Chris, (laughs) Chris Brown still had it, bro. Like, we can... We can put it aside. Like, it's fine. Like, it sucks that he did that, but he still makes solid music. No, it was terrible. Yeah. Bad, bad time for human history right there. And uh, all of his songs are just awful now. Little Dicky yeah. is truly the most memorable one. Yep. That hurts. He could have been, he could have been incredible, dude. Like, oh, yeah. He had, in, he still has great talent. He's just a horrible person. Yeah, just an absolute garbage man. Uh, yeah. And that's actually a disrespect to garbage men. Yeah, facts, bro. <laughs> All right, that's my next one. All right, uh, my next one is I'll, I'll bring it back into the world of sports. Uh, what do you know about Len Bias? Very little, if any. <laughs> I recognize the name. Yeah, so he was he was a basketball player that was one of the best players in the NCAA his senior year. Like he was like a two time All ACC guy. Loved the the ACC and scoring, stuff like that. He was drafted number two overall by the Boston Celtics. Okay. And then two days later, died of a cocaine-related heart issue. Oh, okay. And he was, like, seen as, like, a freak athlete. Like, the dude had a nice little midi. Like, people were were tossing the MJ comparison, but that, of course, doesn't really mean much. Um, But still, like... MJ on the um, the slopes. (laughs) Exactly. My man was Lindsey Vaughn out there. <laughs> um, like, so that's a big, like, what if this dude, like, kept his kept it together? Like, he was 6'8", 210. It's a big uh, dude. Big wow. athletic wing. Number two overall draft pick to the Boston Celtics. He would have been, like, MJ's rival in the East. When was this? What year? Or what decade? Uh, so he died in 86. Yeah, wow. That, yeah, that could have been awesome. So the Celtics will end up Larry powerhouse. Burke. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, but uh, he <laughs> tragically passed away early. Like, he was first team All American, second team All American the year before, ACC player of the year consecutive years, first team All ACC, ACC athlete of the year, ACC tournament MVP, fourth team All American in 82, his freshman year. What a bummer. Yeah. What an that absolute could have, been, could have been a monster. He's like the third leading scorer in Maryland history or whatever. Jeez. Yeah. Don't do drugs, kids. You could be the next MJ. Or you could be the next Len Bias. Which one will it be? Wow. Um, Okay. On the drug theme, 
Uh, my next one is Heath. Heath Ledger, dude. Oh, yeah. He could have been an all-time great actor. He didn't overdose. I think, I mean, I'm not saying he was like partying, but I think he had some, some drug issues. Uh, some people say he got into more extreme drugs when he was uh, practicing Joker. the role of the Joker to like try to be insane like the Joker. And uh, if he did, it sure worked because the Joker, his performance in the Joker was literally and figuratively insane. Yeah. Um, I thought I think that's one of the best acting performances of all time. Obviously, people know I'm biased. Like, call me Len bias because I'm biased uh, in that. <laughs> call me Len because I'm biased in that opinion. But uh, <laughs> um, before that, you know, he had sued. Ten things I hate about you. So he hit that like cheesy rom com box. Yeah, gotta have if you want to be banger cool. of a film. Yep. I think Matthew McConaughey, he has cheesy rom-coms. Uh, Tom Cruise, I think. <laughs> George Clooney sure. has a cheesy rom-com. All yeah. the greats, they have one. Check that box early. Uh, you know, Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> I actually never, I've never seen that, but I heard Neither it's good. I. Yeah, you know? I heard it's one of the greater it's acting solid. performances ever. Yeah, for real. Um, he had like a couple others. A Knight's Tale I didn't see, but I think that was pretty uh well renowned so i think he was on a pretty pretty solid run for greatness on a hot streak yeah could have could have been one of the great act actors but uh fortunately the devil the devil's pills did him in welcome to my sermon (laughs) (laughs) the section's off the rails um there's a real joke in there somewhere anyway um the fi- my final one that I want to do, this is more of just like a fun, where could we maybe be as a society if this never happened? What if the Hindenburg never crashed and burned? Oh, <laughs> okay. Would there be more Zeppelins today? Would that be a more common way to get around if that was a successful journey? Mm-hmm. You know, like I think as of right now, I need to check the number, but I think there are only 29 blimps in the world. Are you serious? Currently, yeah. And so if you ever see one, you know, that's kind of a rare, there's 25 of them. Um, so if you're so one, slow though, sure, but it's more of a luxurious air True. experience. True. So I've been told I've never been on one. There's only 25 in the world. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Would that, be, would that be like a more common thing? Like going on a blimp cruise. It's like a cruise. That'd be sick. But it's in the sky. That'd be sick. That'd yeah, be yeah. Like uh, you know, how, sick. You know, how people go out on like boats and yeah. like booze. Uh, it could be the same for blimps. You know, you don't have the yeah. little carriage that can feel like four people. Like maybe right. you get a deluxe, a yeah. yacht blimp instead of a booze cruise. It's a sky high. Yay! Dude, that'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be sweet. So you know, maybe. Maybe that would have been a thing, but they just had to done goof it up. <laughs> that, yeah, that's interesting. What a bummer. Yeah. Uh, okay, my last one is another. It's also Batman related. <laughs> okay. Batman could have been the undisputable best superhero movie franchise of all time if Batman versus Superman. Well, two things. Batman versus Superman never happened. Yep. And if they made the damn Robin movie after the Dark Knight Rises, yep. like everyone was expecting. Yep. If they just tease it for no reason. No reason. If you haven't seen the Dark Knight Rises at the end, Joseph Gordon Lovett, who's like a detective, uh, at the very end, he uncovers or he finds the Batcave or Batman leaves he him. He's led to the Batcave. Yeah. He's yeah. led to the Batcave. Uh, and the last scene is just like Joseph Gordon. Oh, and then he drops off something and they ask what his, his uh, middle name is. And he says, oh, it's Robin. And everyone's like, oh my God, we're getting the Robin movie. And then it just never happened, bro. Never, never, nothing turned, turned into nothing. With Gordon Leather, bro, that would have been a banger. Very unfortunate. Yeah. 
I think Gordon Levitt was probably mad too because you know they jacked those dudes up yeah. with anabolic steroids beforehand, and he would have just been jacked out of his mind. Oh, so that's yeah. my that's my dream is that they like someone picks me for a superhero movie and that I just get absolutely shredded for, on a movie budget for it. Dude, that'd be sick. It'd be so fun. <laughs> I don't even care if it's something stupid like Aquaman. Like I'll <laughs> I'll just I'll do it, man. Dude, facts. Uh, so yeah, then the Batman versus Superman, obviously, tank tragic Batman name, terrible movie. Uh, so if they had like that 2008 or was it 2004? Say 2004, 2004 to 2022 now stretch with what would that be? Five films. Ah, they would have killed it, would have overtaken. Yeah, Marvel would have been over. Alas, Alas, (laughs) if Ben Affleck didn't exist, the COVID 19 pandemic wouldn't have happened. That's what we're saying. Yep, exactly. Some joke about bats. Bat soup. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, we'll be right back. Welcome to Cooler Talk. Welcome to Cooler <laughs> Where we try drinks. It's everyone's favorite segment. <laughs> we review them live on pod. Daniel. Oh, boy. All right. So uh, continuing with my series that I have started in tasting all of the new Liquid Death flavors. Uh, today, we have Liquid Death Bury It Alive. Um, this ruthless tall boy of flavored sparkling water is armed with agave nectar and natural electrolytes to refresh your body and murder your thirst. Oh my armed bro. Bro. If that doesn't get me on some sort of like FCC list, I don't know what will. Um, it's a nice silver can with red text. Mm, One of the cooler cans. It actually looks pretty nice. Yeah, uh, so I'm gonna give it a little old taste testaroonie. If you'll remember last week, the mango flavor didn't really hit that hard, so no. I've got higher hopes for this one. Okay. Very it's like a six and a half strength of smell. Okay. It smells like your typical mixed berry beverage. Um light carbonation is noted with the eyes, still clear. Uh, I'll give it a little taste test. This is only 20 calories, by the way. What did you say the flavor was? I haven't tried said the flavor. I said the smell was like a 6.5. Oh. oh. Trying the flavor now. No, I mean the this the what is it called? Oh, bury it alive. Buried alive. Got it. No, bury it. Bury it alive. Is it spelled B-E-R-R-Y? Correct. It's a little better than the mango, but again, it's just lacking a little bit of extra carbonation there. Hmm. These are a little flatter than I think their typical drink, which is weird. It's still fine though. It's like a, it's like a seven. Okay. It's an easy sipper. Okay. Solid. Uh, I just real, I just thought of, we should uh, make like a, Uh, like a google slides or not slides google sheets of of all the rankings that's how we can i'll I'll have to aggregate that so if you want to see all of our rankings maybe wait a few days on our instagram all right i also had a repeat uh brand recess you know everyone's favorite weed drink (laughs) calming hemp and adaptogen infused sparkling water calm cool collected it's blackberry chai so we're on that blackberry wave blackberry chai or chive either way that's wild (laughs) chai like chai tea chai yeah chai latte uh so this honestly the last reset has definitely boosted my mood i will say i came off the pod feeling fresh so that's just the effect of the pod man that's true that is what you true. get when you record so uh they say we can the feeling not tired not wired sparkling water for common clarity for the you you are on your best days wow that sounds familiar it's because it's on all their cans okay sorry oh that was it that was good i like that that was good it smells like chai, but not blackberry. 
but it tastes like blackberry. Woohoo! Incredible. That's so, so good. Really? Dude, recess. Bangs, bro. Uh, I'm going to say 7 point. Seven point six, dude. You're gonna have to stock those up when I come and visit. Dude, for real. Well, they're like four dollars a can. And <laughs> uh, this is expense for the again. podcast. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, okay, send in your drink suggestions in our DMs on Instagram at Standing This Podcast. Facts, and uh, stay tuned for that spreadsheet. Yapit.com world premiere exclusive download. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Uh, in case you can't tell, we're talking mixtapes. Yeah, under the uh definition of a mixtape, so it's, uh, it's uh, kind of up to the listener, but it's uh, it's technically a non studio released album and or musical project. Uh, typically by the a hip-hop artist of some sort, but there, of course, are other people that can release mixtapes. Uh, you might find them outside your local Albertsons or on uh, datpiff.com, but they do exist, and golly gee, some people have made some great music out of it. Yeah, I've gotten a good uh, parking lot mixtape or two in, in my uh, 1998 Lexus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, that was, that's the best place to listen to it. It sounds better on a worse sound system. Yeah, exactly. Something about it. So Ben and I are going to kind of list off some of the our favorite mixtapes uh, personally. But before, we, I want to give an honorable mention shout out to Future. He didn't make my final list, but he has released so many dang mixtapes, including 56 Nights, which was a f- not a great mixtape except for one song which was March Madness. And as well as he had a mixtape called Monster that had Mm. the hits of Codeine, Crazy, and Fetty. And there's a few other great songs on there too, of course. But I mean... I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure people like that mixtape. I think it's... Yeah, that mixtape goes crazy. Uh, Yeah, in researching this, Meek Mill has a bunch of a really popular one, his Dream Chasers mixtape, I guess, or... Man, really? I've, I've never heard his any of the Meek Mill mixtapes, but his, his voice irritates me after two songs. So. True. Um, but, uh, yeah. Okay. Do you want to go first? You want me to? I'll give I'll give my honorable mention, and then and then you mm. go. My honorable mention, just for the name. Never heard a single song. Never even heard of it. It's got to Mac- be a Gucci Mane one. Mac and Cheese Three by French Montana. Oh, I thought it was going to be like a deep web Mac Miller shit, but no, you pull out French Montana. Mac and cheese three, bro. That's hard. That's hard. One and two weren't good enough. We needed another. (laughs) That's crazy. All right. What's your first? I'm coming out. uh, First thing with one of the, my personal one, a one B mixtapes that I've ever heard in my life. And that's days before rodeo by Travis Scott. I knew this was going to be one of you. This has the craziest track list I've ever seen in my life. Like pretty much every song is insane. The prayer banger mama Sita with that is me. Quan and young thug. Joe good song banger. Yeah. Quintana part two banger drug drugs. You should try it banger don't play with the 1975 and big sean banger skyfall banger zombies was all right i didn't know the 1975 is in the track <laughs> yeah track seven zombies was fine sloppy toppy with migos and long way banger basement freestyle was solid backyard <laughs> banger gray and back the last two songs were solid <laughs> insane mm-hmm. yeah one no of the business, best, his best projects game. period let alone yeah. one of the best mixtapes of all time so that was obviously right before rodeo uh it was the days before actually yeah <laughs> so did that send him into superstardom do you think i think it got him right on the edge and then mm-hmm. antidote got released because it was fairly popular right it wasn't just like an after the fact thing that people oh no this was this is all we were listening to my freshman the beginning of my freshman year of college Mm -hmm. like we would just be blasting this stuff like backyard (laughs) was constantly playing in our dorm room that's hype yeah it was really (laughs) and it helped that my roommate was from houston 
So like he had like the insight on that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, but like this stuff went crazy in college. <laughs> on that Bose portable speaker. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Uh, I like it. All right, my first one is uh, a high school favorite of both of ours. There are actually two. I'll go with probably the less popular, less widely known one. I know that exactly what's about Penn to go Day, down. dude. Penn oh. Day. By- yeah, the less the less popular one of the two, Ten Day by Chance the Rapper. Um, this one actually, I think, holds the test of time more than the other one, which is Acid Rap. I can just talk about them both, unless you want to talk about Acid Rap. No, I, I wasn't going to talk about Acid Rap. Okay, I'll just bundle them. Uh, so back-to-back mixtapes, uh, debut and sophomore mixtapes from Chance. Pretty much his only good works, actually. <laughs> It was only downhill from that. <laughs> the coloring book was all right. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. Um, so 14,400 minutes. Solid. Ooh. Juke, juke. Solid. Banger. Fuck you, Tom Bout. Solid. Banger. Brain cells. Solid. <laughs> oh, all time. All time. No, they're all good. And they all have different flows, too. You know, like 14,400 yeah. minutes is a hype song. Fuck you, Tom yeah. Bout. It's kind of a hype song. Others are chill. Uh, so that was good. And then uh, acid rap, obviously, you have more of your like pop rap. And this is when pop rap was just taking off, too. So he like he either got on the very beginning of the wave or he helped create mm. that wave with Cocoa Butter Kisses, uh, mm. you know, like favorite song, favorite song with uh, Gambino, Juice insane song you know these are all just like poppy choruses and then clever verses um which was like kind of just the structure that people used for the next 10 years um and then like smoke again too so chance oh yeah killed it then he went off drugs and everything went to shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude i think prom night off 10 days is one of my it's one of my favorite songs he's ever made. I'm not as great. That is just such like a nostalgic song for me. Didn't you play that on prom night? Yeah. I remember yeah, you were like planning it. You're like, dude, this is gonna be so fun. <laughs> and it was awesome too. Yeah, I was yeah. By the way. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm so I'm I'm gonna say this one and then uh I'll have one more after this, of course, plus maybe another honorable mention if you don't talk about it. But this one doesn't necessarily have top to bottom, like super great tracks, but it was the debut mixtape of some dude that was about to take over for the next like few years. And that mixtape is Live Love ASAP by yes! ASAP Rocky. Let's go. This is one of mine too. Dude, th- it is on the list alone because it has peso on it. <laughs> you are literally giving my exact take right now. I was just going to say the same thing. Bro. That's awesome. Like, there are other good songs on there. I think yeah. Kiss and Pink on here is up mm-hmm. there with uh, Peso as well mm-hmm. as Houston Old Head. Uh-huh. I, I think those were both bangers. Pur- Purple Swag Chapter 2 was not as good as the original Purple Swag. <laughs> but uh, Trilla was solid, too. And Keep It G, I thought, was also another good track on this mixtape. But it was just, like, this beautiful time of, like, trap rap, like, taking over and just heavy bass lines like he has such crisp vocals mm-hmm. he is that yeah, pretty he, he is lord jody flacco like he <laughs> is that dude yeah and i dude i still think kiss and pink's one of the greatest songs i've ever heard in my life and i mean Peso's kind of been meme because it's like you know every white who's so overplayed yeah party plays it but like it's such a banger uh, yeah and yeah i mean i didn't even know it was a mixtape honestly i was surprised when I was doing my research. So good one. You kind of took one of mine, but that's fine. Uh, my next one is by one of your favorite artists. Hopefully I didn't steal it. I swear if you say what it, no, okay. I don't think I took the one that I think you're going to take. Uh, Best Day Ever by Mac Miller. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know which one you're going to do. Best Day Ever. I also thought this was an album. Um, I don't think this was his debut album, but I'm pretty sure it was fairly early in his career, at least his popular career. Um, this had songs that everyone knows. Donald yeah. Trump. 
<laughs> Everyone yeah. knows that song. Um, you know, obviously you know, hindsight is 2020, but uh that was a banger. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no questions asked. Oy vey. Oy vey, dude. That one. Oy oh. Vey. oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Wow. That song is uh, so good. Obviously, the um the titular track. The titular track, yes, best day ever. Such yeah. a like calming song i had a friend who had that like at his his alarm <laughs> That's how dude i had that as my alarm for a minute too it's, it's really so peaceful it's like yeah. it's a little piano joint it's solid uh yeah there there are songs up and down that are good wear my hat but right great. Well, i think we should talk about kids too while we're on the topic i want to talk about a different mixtape after this anyway okay. yeah um but kids is the one that you were thinking of that i was thinking of of course which is oh really Mm -mm. oh interesting okay well let's talk about kids for a minute too Mm because kids kicking incredibly dope shit by mac miller i think is the one that really took him over the top it was an album no no it got released on soundcloud after but it was a mixtape oh okay um at least i think it was it might be embarrassing if it wasn't but that one has like so the spins off that album is all of a sudden super popular again yeah, yeah, Caitlin really likes it. She doesn't like Mac, but she thinks that's a very catchy song. It's actually not my favorite Mac. I did. I I never loved Kids. I don't know why. I don't like kind of the um. You know, he almost sounds like uh, like a jester in that in that mix. Does that make sense? Like he sounds like he's not really taking it seriously at all. Sure. And I think that's who he was at that time. He was like super frat rappy. Yeah. Like I, even though he was in high school, but like he still had like. Outside was a good song. Nike's on my feet. That's an all timer. I used to watch that music video all the time. Dude. That, yeah, like, dude, dude. this guy is so cool. <laughs> is that outro right. music? Yeah. Uh, right. Traffic in the Sky featured uh, was a uh, it sampled Fireflies by Owl City. Yes. yes. Or was it Traffic in the Sky? No, it was. Yeah. It was Don't mind if I do. It was Don't mind if I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is yeah, great sample. Yeah. No, knock knock. Knock that was knock. Another banger. I don't know. I saw too many and like then, face, Facebook videos where people like girls were dancing to that in middle school. Oh yeah. That kind of ruined it for me, but <laughs> that's solid. fair. Yeah. There's also Poppy on that album, which didn't fit in at all, but it was like an ode to his grandpa who like mm-hmm. passed away. It was a very, very touching song on this. Everything else is about drinking and having a good time. So and pop off Mac. Rip, True. bro. True. Rest. Um, so the last one i want to i want to call out uh is one that i knew you wouldn't do so that's why i saved it for last um it's by one of my favorite artists of all time and the mixtape is a kid named cuddy by kid <laughs> cuddy okay, well before we get this is your last one yeah this is my last one i thought you were gonna do macadelic by mac miller i was thinking about it um i i prefer kids over macadelic oh okay. personally but that's just me. All uh, right, go with Cutter. Go with Cutter. Yeah, we'll talk about Kid Cudi. Uh, so this one, s- kind of similar to the ASAP Rocky tape. Granted, I think this one is deeper than the, the ASAP Rocky tape. Is but this, this the one, ghost be- one? No, that was oh. Man on the Moon 2. What? This one, yeah. Ghost was Man on the Moon 2. It was? That's surprising. Don't don't challenge me on that. Um, it's crazy how you're obsessed with one of the worst songs on that incredible album. <laughs> We're not even going to talk about that. Um, this mixtape released in 2008 featured the song that I think would take Kid Cudi to the next level, which is Day and Night. Mm. So this was the debut of Day and Night and Man on the Moon. Both of these were on this mixtape. In addition to other great songs, like Is There Any Love with Wale? Uh, 50 Ways to Make a Record with CeeLo Green. Um <laughs> Save My Soul, which also had uh, CeeLo Green. The Prayer, which if you haven't heard The Prayer by it's Kid Cudi, you got to listen to that song. Yeah. Um, and then some other like solid songs like TJIF with uh, King Chip, Cleveland is the Reason, Heaven at Night. Uh, I thought Down and Out was kind of corny, and, but it was like funny at the same time. But Embrace the Martian was the only bad song on that album. That makes sense. <laughs> Embrace the Martian, dude. I know that one. <laughs> Dude. I thought it was fine. Embrace the Martian. Yeah. Embrace the Martian. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's that's a wacky. That's a that's a goofy song. Maybe that's the outro music, dude. 
Yeah. yeah. So I, I, if you have not listened to a kid named Cuddy and you're into anything adjacent to kid Cuddy, I would firmly recommend to listen top to bottom. It's so solid, especially the tracks that we highlighted here. Why do only rappers put out mixtapes? I don't know. Maybe it's because it initially was like a less accepted form of music and it was harder to get your name out there and people to accept yeah. it. So you had to like make your own mixes and get people to get excited about it. So they would mm. come to your shows and stuff. Like people didn't want to be attached to the stigma around it. I see stuff like that, but I don't know. Like, I guess. Yeah. Like I w- it'd be so interesting to see like what kind of music would be available if mixtapes became earlier, like popular five mi- like years earlier, if we had mm-hmm. internet access, like, I think I've only ever heard like one Eminem mixtape ever. I was going to, yeah, I was looking for some, but yeah, Dude, there aren't. One of the best songs he's ever made is called Infinite. It was off his Infinite mixtape, which they recently re-released on Apple Music, but they re- like they changed up the beat and now it sucks way more than it did before. Ah. But the original version was so dang good. It was like just peak, like young Eminem, really lyrically talented, good flow, like crazy rhymes, like crazy content in there. But uh, the Apple Music sound or and Spotify version right now is not as good. Thanks, Steve Jobs, bro. Ruining Eminem, even though he already did that to himself. Yikes! Um, all right, that's another episode of the Stand Best Podcast. Let us know your favorite mixtapes. In our our DMs. Message us on Patreon while you donate. If someone, Um, if we reach 10 patrons by the end of mid-year, so if the end of June, if we reach 10 patrons, Ben and I will release a five-track mixtape. Let's go, dude. 100%. So uh, get your patronage in and get ready to be wowed. All right, see you next week. Stay on the bullshit, man. When I roll back to Cleveland, I can't believe them. Sounds of the non-believers. Outcast till I'm in dirt before it did hurt. Now I can understand how you could dismiss the front on. Ask me how I feel about the ones with closed eyes. My words, how I feel exactly are for that. I don't give a damn by that. One hater talking down. Don't be afraid at all, y'all. All I ask of all y'all is to please embrace the Martian. Embrace the Martian. I come in peace, but I need y'all Tell you all now, keep on acting funny. Who cool with me? I am here to change that. How you thinking often? And it's starting. I am here to show you how it feels to be new. Look at what I made you. Gotta teach you. Honest, but insecure, cool. And you are fool. But I have a heavy amount of my larky mixed with garbage. I'm in, dog. Don't be afraid at all, y'all. All I ask of all y'all is to please embrace the Martian. Embrace the Martian. I come in peace, but I need y'all rocking. Since the ill, I promise I won't turn the whole world to Cloverfield on the rail. Yeah, I will. I'll destroy it and then rebuild. Just for thrill. Sometimes you got to do it. Sometimes you show the tough love. No one is above what you are hearing now, do. No matter who else included, I'm saluted. I'm saluted. Yeah. No matter who else included, I'm saluted. Yeah. I'm saluted.
Pat, what up? 